It's the Bill King Show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. I is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Widen the scope a little bit. Hour number three on this Wednesday edition. Just as a reminder, tomorrow, T.J. Pittenger will be with us. Dave Hooker, Off the Hook Sports. J.C. Sherbert, and also with us tomorrow, Jay Book. Jonah Booker with Buck Nuts. Yeah, Jay Book. He said he could do it. And I think... It'll be interesting to talk to him now that we've got their backfield uh, pigeonholed. Will Howard, quarterback. Quenchon Junkins, running back. What's Travion Henderson do? Has he said anything? Has, has there been any quotes from him since this news hit? Any cryptic social media items from him, maybe? I probably missed it, so if you've seen one or so, Pass it along to me. Like I mentioned, though, here at the beginning of Hour 3, let's let's broaden the scope. I have told you, espoused to you, proselytized to you for many years, this notion of parody is a big lie. It's for some reason sold to you by the media Not sure I've ever understood why it was important for them to sell parity to you when it comes to college football. Whatever the reason may be, it's a big lie. It's been a big lie. I mentioned to you, and I'll just give you the cliff notes in case you've missed this. Back in 92, we were doing a show every day. We'd been doing a show for about four or five years by then. Heavily talking college football. Not as much as today, but but heavily. And back then, there were all the rumors about Florida State maybe joining the SEC and Bobby Bowden turning them down and 
Roy Kramer announces prior to 92 that they're going to expand. They're going to go South Carolina, Arkansas. They're going to go east-west. And that makes the SEC a 12-team league. Immediately, anybody with an opinion, noteworthy or not, said, that's about the dumbest thing you can do. You've just taken a league, plenty of teams, 10, added two more. They're just going to beat each other up, cancel each other out. It'll be cannibalism. That was the overwhelming theory. I never really bought it, but I heard it from everybody. And that turned out to be 180% wrong. Yeah, 180. That year, Alabama won a national championship. That year, the year that was supposed to cannibalize the league, Alabama, with that incredible defense, won the national championship. Florida started absolutely taunting it about then. And Florida started competing for national championships and won it in 96. Fulmer started recruiting incredible classes. He won it in 98. So on and so forth. And then the SEC, once you got into the 2000s, took control even more. Even more. Certainly once you got to... uh, you know, and LSU won it in 03, but once you got to 06 in Florida, it was pretty much the SEC every year with a rare exception all the way to now. Total domination. My point is the parody theory has been a big lie. There are many years that we only have two teams that are worthy of playing. We don't even have four good enough to win a national championship. I do think this year there were more, at least debatable, ideas on teams than we've had in the past. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But you also got to remember, just because you get into the Final Four doesn't mean you're good enough to win it all. That's a misnomer. We've seen Notre Dame get in the Final Two and the Final Four and not be good enough to win it all. Can't say, oh, well, Bill, they got in. That means anything can happen. No, it, that is not what that means. It's not what that means. It might, but it doesn't necessarily guarantee it. The old anything can happen adage, right? Well, anything can happen. <sighs> Percentage-wise, it's it's minuscule. It's minuscule. Here's my point. We're heading into a brand new era, and I don't mean just the chaos, the commotion, the vigilanteism, the lawlessness, everything that's happening. That's new enough. That's a that's a new frontier we're in. But I'm just saying, let's stay away from that at the moment and just get onto the field. All that other stuff aside, which is very important for us to talk about, but on the field. We're heading into a brand new land grab with Texas and OU coming to the SEC and Southern Cal, UCLA, Oregon, Washington, and all those teams going to the Big 12. My question is, could that now actually 
create the parody that to date has been sold as a big lie. And I think that it's possible. We haven't gone there yet. Next year takes us into that new frontier. That'll be our first time to step and put our big toe in the water and check the temp next year. When you've got Texas coming in, not limping, Texas coming in with their chest out. Like, guys, uh, we are ready. Oregon and Washington coming into the Big Ten. Feeling like, hey, we, yeah, it, here we are. Let's go. You want to be it on the concrete somewhere? Let's go. Southern Cal, if they get right, and they were down this year, but but we know how mighty they can be. Southern Cal is a massive brand if properly led. Could we see more cannibalism than we've had simply because how big and mighty and let's say fat these leagues are? There's 34 teams in those two leagues now, y'all. How many teams in the SEC right now could you at least say could be in the top 12? I'm not saying you're predicting it and that's the end of the story. You could just make a realistic case could be in the top 12. Georgia, Alabama, Ole Miss, Texas, LSU, Tennessee, Missouri, there's seven. And you could say uh, Oklahoma A&M. You could. You could. You could throw Oklahoma in there and take Tennessee out. You could. But you could probably get to about six or seven teams. And they all we know won't get in. Probably on average about three a year. Maybe on a just popping at the seams. You might get four in, but probably three. But you could at least argue and not be a fool and say about seven teams could be good enough to be top 12. In the B1G, you could say Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, Oregon, Washington, there's five. I'm Southern Cal's got a lot to prove. I'm not putting them in there. But I'll stay with those five. Who am I leaving out? Now, again, top 12. Top 12. So I just mentioned 12 teams that you could argue good enough to be in the top 12. Now, between the two of them, they may get six of them including the league champion and the at-larges, it may be less. We do not know. We haven't ventured into this forest yet. And even though I'm anti-expansion of the playoffs and I do want to go to 12, don't want to go to 12, I do admit to you the unknown is interesting. 
The unknown is highly interesting to me. What are we going to discover once we get into this brand new forest? What's in there that we don't know about? That is going to be very uh, eye-opening. I will say this. Somebody asked me about this. Might have been yesterday. Does this mean that teams that heretofore couldn't win a national championship can win it? No. I don't think that's what we're doing here. I think it broadens it maybe some. I think the chalk is still the chalk. Just because you add more teams to the playoff doesn't mean that many more can win it. Again, misnomer. Just because you have 12 doesn't mean more than four can win it. Most years when we had four, four couldn't win it. I don't think, even if we go into a cannibalistic type mode here, Big Ten SEC, and I'm not sure I believe it, but if we do, I still don't mean to infer that, hey, anybody can win this thing now, Bill. I don't buy that. I will only take that uh, conversation so far. I don't buy that. All right, we'll get this first break here. We'll be at the Omni on Friday. Looking forward to it. Coach Pete's coming. Good morning. We still see heavy traffic trying to filter down through Millersville right now through that section of Sumner County on 65 southbound. Again, passing White House. Still a lot of volume coming in on 24 westbound up through the Hickory Hollow area in from Murfreesboro, Rutherford County. It looks like it's improving a bit in Williamson County where it was slow earlier, 840 going westbound right there in the Arrington community. Hey, Prince's Hot Chicken is hiring at all four locations. Order online today. It's easy. Prince'sHotChicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on time traffic. Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. Start the new year off with a bang of big savings during the Omaha Steaks end-of-season event. You can stock up on all your favorites and get 50% off site-wide. That's 50% off incredible steaks like their legendary Butcher's Cut Filet Mignon or sink your teeth into their memorable Butcher's Cut Top Sirloin. Just go to omahasteaks.com. Plus, when you use code QUALITY at checkout, you'll get an extra $30 off your order. From perfectly aged tender steaks to juicy burgers, decadent desserts, and classic comfort meals, Every bite is guaranteed perfect. For a limited time, get 50% off site-wide. Plus, save an extra $30 when you use promo code QUALITY at checkout. Start the new year off right and warm up your winter with tender steaks and hearty home-cooked favorites from Omaha Steaks. All 50% off with their end-of-season event. Make sure to enter the promo code QUALITY at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum purchase may apply. Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher. 
And now, Tennessee Heat and Air is reminding Americans to show support to the brave men and women who serve our U.S. military. Their tireless efforts should never go unnoticed. This message is brought to you by Tennessee Heat and Air. For all your residential or commercial heating and air repairs, maintenance, and installations, give the pros a call today at 615-856-3610. 615-856-3610. That's Tennessee Heat and Air, proudly saluting our troops and veterans. They're professionals who care. Hey, it's John Burton from News Channel 5 and the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. And I'm former All-Pro linebacker for the Tennessee Titans, also known as Mr. Monday Night, Keith Bullock. And I'm Patton Cook. We're inviting you to join us every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 for What's Good with KB and JB, the podcast show. All live on Nashville Sports Radio and all streaming platforms. We talk Titans, we talk SEC football, we talk NBA, we talk everything, and we also get a little petty from time to time. Make sure you join us. King is the mother 12th data point of college football. You are listening to The Bill King Show, the only college football radio show proven to make you smarter about college football. Hey, book is tomorrow in hour three. Jonah Booker. Danny up in New York City. Bill, do you see a scenario where teams rest players during the regular season or maybe conference championship because their seed is locked? Now, are you saying because they know they're in? Because if you don't win the league championship game, your seed is not locked. You mean they're in no matter what? Because if you don't win your SEC championship game, you're not going to go in as a top four seed. If indeed we're going to go to a 5-7 format, which apparently is the case. Let's present a scenario. Now, Danny has a very poignant question here. Let's say you're uh, Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan. Let's just, I'm just picking those teams, brand names like those teams. And you're heading into, now remember, Alabama's last regular season game is Auburn. I don't think you're resting for the Auburn game. Georgia's last regular season game is Georgia Tech. You could rest some there. Michigan and Ohio State's last regular season game is against themselves and then, or each other, and then you might see each other again in the Big Ten Championship game. And you might see each other again in the college football playoffs, for that matter. Do you rest players in the name of we're good? Doesn't really matter where we're seated. We like our abilities. Let's rest some of these dudes that could use a week to heal up. 
or let's not overuse them. Maybe play them in the game, but but park them early. Let me pose this question. When Georgia and Alabama played in the SEC championship game in 2021, and Alabama beat them, beat them pretty handily, whooped them. And then they rematched, and Georgia won that game for the national championship game. Did Georgia go into that SEC championship game like it was do or die? Knowing it wasn't do or die? I don't know. I'm not trying to take anything away from Alabama at all. Alabama whipped them fair and square, whipped them handily. But I do wonder, and Danny Danny brings it up, do you rest players? Maybe some, but let me pose the question just like I pointed out with the Georgia-Alabama game. Even though certainly the coach would never admit it, I wouldn't either. Georgia goes into that game knowing this isn't the end. Now, we would love to be SEC champions. That's a very noble pursuit. But there's a bigger picture, and that's the national championship. That's the bigger picture. If you had to pick one or the other, which one are you going to pick? Georgia goes into that game knowing that, yeah, it'd be nice to beat Alabama here. This is Alabama. Alabama has owned them and heartbreakingly beaten them. There's some bad memories there. But I'd rather beat them on the last game of the whole season than this game if we have to pick one. How motivated are you? And Danny, I think that's part of Danny's question. If you are absolutely in and you know your roster – You feel confident as the coach. My roster is, I'll take my guys against any of you folks. This game right here is not the arbiter of the truth. This last regular season or this 11th game or this league championship game. Now, if you are, and I'm not trying to take a shot at Iowa. Coach Ferentz has done a good job there. But if you're in the Big Ten championship game against Iowa, it really doesn't matter about resting or what you've got, you're going to win that game. It depends on the game and the level of opponent you're dealing with. You don't have to be full strength if you're Michigan or Ohio State in the Big Ten championship game to beat Iowa. It's probably not going to be Iowa again because Iowa does not have the Big Ten West to protect them anymore. Yeah, you do not have divisions that are unequal to protect you anymore. So it's probably not going to be Iowa, but but it, it could very well be a repeat game. Ohio State's got to go out to Oregon this year, right? Michigan plays UW. There's, there's going to be some moments. There could be some replays there. SEC, too. It's a very good question by Danny. I would say it's only natural to, if you going in, and you're about to embark on a long playoff journey by college standards, there could be a regular season, late season moment, regular season game, late season, where even though you don't 
broadcast it, it's not that important. I'd rather heal some guys up. We don't have to be our best that day. That could come up, yes. That's not something we're really used to. But that's the going to everything looking like Sunday. That's going to be a byproduct of it. Makes me physically ill to think about. Last thing I want is Saturday to look like Sunday. Last thing on the planet that I want. But that's where it's going. Yeah, that's where it's going. Josh said, Bill, did you see this? And this is a post by 11 Warriors, which is a Buckeye site. Ohio State is a three-and-a-half point favorite over Michigan in 24. Will Howard is the fifth-best Heisman odds. And the Buckeyes will hold walk-on tryouts. Yeah, I saw the Heisman odds that were listed earlier. And I don't know, do I have them in front of me, but they had Jalen Milrow in there at the top. What was interesting is Nico was fourth or fifth in odds. Yes, Nico. And it maybe that was that bet online out of Costa Rica. I don't remember which book that was. Yeah, I don't remember, but but I I, I did see that. Tom in Myrtle Beach. Bill, Buckeyes in Michigan will rest players in November if they know they are playing the following week in the Big Ten Championship. So what you're saying is you rest them before. Well, you're saying they would rest players. Oh, okay, I get it. I get it. So you're Ohio State and Michigan. You're about to play the last regular season game. But if there's a scenario where you've got enough cushion to where Penn State, Washington, Oregon, even with you losing a game, can't jump in and replace you in the Big Ten championship game, meaning there'd be an Ohio State-Michigan rematch after the regular season game, and that's locked in before that game, you rest players there, in the name of the Big Ten Championship game is more important. Okay. I I get I get that. Yeah, I understand that. Wouldn't that be the one of the crazier things, which is very possible some year. And that's Ohio State, Michigan, last regular season game, always there, and then rematch. Next week, Big Ten Championship game. And then both probably getting in the playoffs, which could lead to another clash. I could see that. That'd be sad. We're at the end of the season. It's Ohio State-Michigan, and neither cares about full strength because they're about to play in a game that's bigger, the Big Ten Championship game. That right there is not where I ever wanted to be in college football. Yeah, that's sad. And that is very realistic. That's not us just thinking up 
shite here on the show. That's a very realistic possibility. But let me remind you of one item. When we were told, after about a year, remember the LSU-Alabama game, the repeat game of 2011 for the national championship, was the final straw for the playoff crowd to get their way. And right after that game, the report started hitting, for the first time ever, there's momentum to go to a playoff. Remember before then, the presidents, and ultimately it goes to their desk, have to approve it. And the presidents, there was no momentum to change the format from the BCS. That game was the moment of truth. That was the sodium pentothal moment that the playoff crowd needed. And from that moment forward, the reports that were coming out completely reversed, and there's momentum, anonymous sources saying momentum to go to a playoff format and four teams. And then they got it approved for the first season, which was 2014. Remember leading up to that, the conversations we had, and I said there's one thing and only one thing I like about this, and that is we could have quite a few. Do you recall? Should I pop quiz the audience? Nick Saban versus Urban Meyer games. To that point, we only really had the SEC championship games, which was 08, 09. And those were doozies. Those were really good games. Florida 108, Alabama 109. And I thought we would have several moments where it'd be Alabama, Ohio State in the championship game. We only got one of them. And that was the 14 semifinals, and the Buckeyes ended up winning the game handily. That was it. I thought we would get, during a stretch of 10 years, three or four of those. We got one. We got one. So we can sit here. I can sit here and say, what if this, what if that? Remember, we had never been in a 14 playoff situation before in college football, in in FBS football. Never been there. So all of that was new. We had to figure that out. Now we're going to 12. Now we've got all these bloated leagues with talent like the Big Ten and the SEC. This is all brand new unchartered territory for us. You've got the parity debate. You've got a lot of things. Jeff Two said, Bill, good example of Rocket Ishmael speed would be Jalen Waddle. It's a very good one. That's a very good one. Just absolute smoke type speed. Josh up in Picktown. Bill, do you think Woody would have rested those players, rested players against those bleeps? Hell no, Bill. No, and neither would Bo. Imagine a press conference 
where it's Woody and Bo, or let's just say it's either one. Separate press conferences, one Michigan, one Ohio State. And the reporter says, and and we're in a 14 playoff. Or we're in, no, 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 we're in a 12-team playoff. And Ohio State and Michigan, both coached by Woody and Bo, know that the winner of that game doesn't, or, or the loser of that game doesn't, get eliminated from the Big Ten Championship and or the ultimate 12-team playoff. You're safe. You just know it. Your record says you're in. Doesn't matter what you do. And you're about to play the last regular season game, Ohio State-Michigan, and a reporter says, Coach, Bo or Coach Woody, do you plan on resting players so you can be fresh for the Big Ten Championship game rematch. If Woody could legally throat punch you like he did back in 78, I'm guessing he would. If the police said, here's the deal, Woody, if they ask you that question, we will not prosecute, and Ohio State's told us they won't fire you. You can punch that kid right in the throat who asked that question. He'd do it. Right in the Adams out. Good morning. We still see some heavy traffic coming down 65 southbound through Millersville through that section of Sumner County right now. It looks like it's pretty slow. There's still some volume coming in from uh, the Antioch area there out of uh, Murfreesboro, Rutherford County on 24 westbound up past Bell Road, Haywood Lane. And still in pretty good shape right now, but it's busy on 65 north up through Williamson County and Franklin into Brentwood. Hey, Princess Hot Chicken is hiring at all four locations. Order online today. It's easy. Just log on to princesshotchicken.com. I'm I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. And now for today's winning Cash 3 and Cash 4 numbers from the Tennessee Lottery. The first number is the number you just thought of. The second number is the number you would have picked. The third number is the day of your wedding anniversary. And the fourth number They're only lucky numbers if you decide to play them. Cash 3 and Cash 4, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Bob's Steak and Chop House, located in the Omni Nashville Hotel, is a nationally renowned steakhouse specializing in the finest corn-fed Midwestern prime beef. The menu formula is simple. Incredible meat, gigantic shrimp, fabulous salads, and decadent desserts. Start your experience at Bob's with the fried calamari or fresh scallops seared in Texas burnt honey. All the beef at Bob's Steak and Chop House are USDA prime cuts. From the traditional fillet 
filet of tenderloin and ribeye to the adventurous Kansas City bone-in strip. They even have two different surf and turf options. And if you're looking for the other white meat, Bob's Steak and Chop House serves a dry-aged pork tomahawk with homemade applesauce. Fresh seafood is on the menu from salmon to scampi and even fresh lobster tail. For reservations, give them a call or log on to the Omni Nashville Hotel website. Bob's Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. Do you ever feel like gambling is causing financial strain or hurting your relationships? The Gambling Clinic has been helping people who want to change their gambling habits for over two decades. With physical clinics and remote online appointments, we're here to help you make informed decisions about your gambling so it doesn't lead to a bigger problem. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com so we can work together to help you win your life back. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. It's a Bill King Show. We are college football centric. That is the sun that warms our planet that we live on. Our planet actually isn't flat or round. It's an oblong spheroid. And we are here to proselytize about it, edify it every day on this here radio show. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. all there is to know about Johnny Five Star, and now you can too. It's Bill King. Here in the 615 is one. Or excuse me, the low. Yeah, the low. Is one. The high is 19 that day. The high on Tuesday is 19, too. Now, if you're south of us, your numbers are not going to be that bad. If you're north of us, if you're up north like Josh or Rob up there or Danny, you folks way up there now, you're laughing at our numbers. That's no big deal to you around here. That's that's very cold. It's very cold. Tom in Myrtle Beach said, Bill, I meant if Ohio State and Michigan are one and two, and this is the B1G going into the game, will they rest players before the rematch? The outcome of the rival game won't matter in the big picture, and that sucks. Ruins the best rivalry in sports. I don't know that you rest players, but I don't know if the emphasis is, even though it's not do or die, you treat it like do or die because it's Ohio State-Michigan.
Or let's say it's early in the game and there's a couple of bad moments, turnovers, and it's getting one-sided. Do you tank it? Bill, you're out there to compete. Bill, come on. These are competitors. Uh, Dude, we're heading into a totally different atmosphere. All questions that are legit. Yeah, all questions that I think, would Woody and Bo, maybe they wouldn't. But Woody and Bo back then, there was so much hate. And I'm not saying there isn't hate now. But but those guys, just as individuals, were so competitive. And so not going to be told anything. They were set in their ways. They hated the other one, meaning the other team, that they'd rather die than not give it their all, even if they're going to play the next week for a bigger reward. I don't think they'd be able to do it. Today, I think you'd see it happen. Yes, I think it's very possible. Jim and Jupiter, Bill, a better example of Rockets speed would be Tyreek Hill, fastest guy on the field every time he plays. He took the money. He took the Miami money. Left Kansas City. Bill, Charlie Bowman should have told Woody throat punching was against the rules. That might have kept Woody from doing it. Well, there wasn't enough time there. Jai <laughs> uh, says, Bill, sounds like y'all Southerners are going to get a little taste of winter. Yes, that's true. Jim's going to rub it in. Bill, one of the reasons you want to live in Florida, it's going to be that same day when it's one here as the low in 19, the high, I believe, on Monday. It's going to be the low of 60 and the high of 71 down in Wellington, West Palm, Jupiter, Florida. Hoptown boy, Bill, shout out to Tim Couch making the College Football Hall of Fame. Thank God for how mummy we would have been left with Billy Jack Haskins. Yeah, Curry wouldn't play Couch his freshman year. Mummy gets the job from, what, Valdosta State? And without getting on the field, meets with Couch, who's thinking about transferring, I believe, to Tennessee, because that was his other school. Tennessee at one point thought they were going to get him and make him the next Peyton Manning. Anyways, Mommy, without putting him on the field, said, no, 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 no. You're my quarterback. Which, I mean, I don't. I have a problem with that. Tim Couch was a phenomenally gifted quarterback. Probably high-end all the way, didn't get as far as we had hoped, but was a heck of a college player, no doubt. Yeah, how Mummy got the job was down in Valdosta, Georgia, coaching. 
and said, we're not going to have some spring competition. We're not going to put that out there and lie to the media. You're my guy. It's your ball. Here, take it. From now on, as you're preparing for this season coming up, and we'll have spring ball and all that, spring practice, you don't have to worry about who the quarterback is. You're the guy. Yep, very good point. That was Bill Curry, and I've got some old school in me, but that was Bill Curry completely misusing old school. Curry's also one of those guys that has a rule that you can't lose your job due to injury. And I'm always of the opinion that, hell, you can't. If, unfortunately, you get injured and the guy that comes in improves that position, I'm sorry. What am I supposed to tell the other guy who played better than you? Um, you played better, but that's not the way we do things. He had the job first, so he gets it back. What is that? What kind of life lesson is that? Good morning. We still see some heavy traffic coming down 65 southbound through Millersville through that section of Sumner County right now. It looks like it's pretty slow. There's still some volume coming in from uh, the Antioch area there out of uh, Murfreesboro, Rutherford County on 24 westbound up past Bell Road, Haywood Lane. And still in pretty good shape right now, but it's busy on 65 north up through Williamson County and Franklin into Brentwood. Hey, Princess Hot Chicken is hiring at all four locations. Order online. Today it's easy. Just log on to princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Cool Deck LLC, the Dexpert, is asking listeners to please donate a toy to Toys for Tots this holiday season. You can make a difference in a child's life. This message is brought to you by Cool Deck LLC. For decorative concrete, resurfacing for patios, sidewalks, garages, pool decks, and more, give the pros a call today at 615-836-9595. 615-836-9595. Visit CoolDeck.com and like them on Facebook. That's Cool Deck LLC. They're professionals who care. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through Hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. 
One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. The vest got a lot of attention. Right. So is there a blue vest coming? The vest had been dormant for a minute, but uh, it gets a chance to make an appearance uh, sometime in the immediate future. And and when it comes out, you're going to see some variations. Uh, And I'm excited about the vest. The vest uh, gets a chance to be donned in the mid-state area. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. like tackle football bill king does and you can connect with at bill is king on twitter or 615-844-5600 back to you can't lose your job to an injury which is laughable Now, this is a horrible example, but the old Wally Pip story, this is the early 20s, mid-20s. Wally Pip, who was a really good baseball player, pro player at that time for the Yankees. Best I recall the story, just reading it, is that he had some headache problems and he couldn't go. Lou Gehrig gets the chance and that's it. Lou Gehrig goes on to be one of the most iconic names in the history of the sport all the way to today. Imagine going to Lou and saying, hey, I know you played well, and boy, incredible what you've done, but Wally earned it. He had it first. Bill Curry says he had it first. That's a horrible example, (laughs) obviously. Wally Pip, actually, if you've ever read his story years ago, I did, hit, I think, close to 100 home runs in his major league career. Had an average of... Not quite 300, if I recall, just reading it. Also, you know how I'm a stock market. I love the market and all that stuff. He, after he, I think, retired, invested in the market and lost it all in the 29 stock market crash. Yes. I think he did uh, some broadcasting and some other things. He had work, but put his money heavily in the market and watched it crash literally in the 1929 market crash. I've talked to a few people who had their money like weighted heavily in the market in September of 01. And on 9-11, when that tragedy happened, watched millions go to zero. Had a guy tell a story about he had a million dollars exposed that day. It went to zero. He thought, okay, well, that's one day. It'll rebound the next day. Put 500000 in the next day, went to zero. 
That was more recent. But anyways. Yeah, that's the uh that's the story. That's that's one of the biggest ones out there. Probably not the best. Probably not the best example. Josh said, Bill. Actually, it's going to be warmer. His well, his low on Monday is six, but then on Tuesday it's minus five. Wednesday it's minus one. As of right now, we're not competing with that. Georgia dog down on the Emerald Coast. Now, North Florida can be more like the South, let's say Alabama and, and Southern Tennessee. Lows on Monday, 28, Tuesday, 18, Wednesday, 21. Yeah, you'll get that. You'll get that. Once you get down where, guys, Orlando, Tampa, you don't get much of that. And then all the way down there to Wellington and West Palm and down there where Perry Mason is. Little, little. Jim from West Palm on hold. All right. We'll take a call here. Jim in Jupiter, West Palm, Palm Beach, wherever he's at, Hollywood, all those places down there. What's up, Jim? Yeah, if I wasn't working, Billy, I could be on the boat today, 71. It'd be a little oh. cool out there. You wouldn't want to go too fast, but we could do it. Oh, Now, what about getting in? A little too chilly? I mean, it depends. Yeah, I mean, I I I go out in weather like this all the time. I wear a windbreaker, but it'd right. be fine. So I was calling. Um, I'm glad the Hoptown boy brought up Tim Couch because Warwick Dunn got in the Hall of Fame. And so I got to tell you, you know, we know about Warwick and what a great career he had. But I know you know this, but so many people don't realize he was not a, this huge recruit. You know, I followed recruiting back then. Um, I was early on it, like you, and I remember when we got him, and it's like, okay, he's just a DB. You know, we got lots of guys out of New Orleans, and he was nothing. He, we didn't think anything of him. We had Marquette Smith, who we got like the year before, and everybody was waiting because Marquette Smith was supposed to be the best back in the nation. I mean, he was the big, big-time guy, and we got work done, and work done – immediately became a fan favorite because even though he was the DB and everything with his mom getting killed right before he got here, everyone was pulling for that guy. And you're just like, Oh, I hope this guy can end up doing something here. The guy ends up being like one of the greatest players we've had immediately is leads the team in touchdowns, helps us win a national title as a freshman, and then goes on to have a great career at FSU goes on to have a great career in the NFL. I think it was like 12 years, maybe like 12,000 yards in the NFL, at best being 175 pounds. Never really got hurt. I mean, just an amazing, amazing player and an even better person. Just quarterback. It's awesome to see what happened to him. Yeah, he was a quarterback in high school. I don't know, Jim, I'm going to let you go. I don't know what that clicking is. Yeah, I heard it too. It was only on that call. I have no idea. No idea. That clicking. All right. Tomorrow, TJ with us. Dave Hooker, JC Sherbert, and J Book. Yeah, J Book will be with us tomorrow as well. Lodge Pops.